Welcome to the 49th Mill Podcast. My name is Mitchell Howe and I am your host. I'm going to take you along a journey throughout the state of Alaska where we will meet the men and women that make the food that you love. All right, everyone. We are here with Sweet Sisters Caramel. This is a small company out of Sitka and it is, I've had their products before. They are all wonderful, but I will let them introduce themselves and tell you all about them. Thanks so much, Mitchell. Um, my name is Mary Siminski, and I, along with my husband, Terry, and our two daughters, Greta and Lydia, we run Sweet Sisters Caramels here in Sitka. And yeah, we thank you so much for having this opportunity and, and really for all of the exposure you're giving to the amazing businesses in Alaska that help create good food. I think it's, I think what you're doing is a huge service. So thank you for doing that. Of course, it's a pleasure. Now, um, what got you into started making caramels? I know there's a thousand candies in the world. We've talked to some chocolate makers. So what was it about caramels that got, that got you hooked and made you pursue the business? Yeah, well, I started making caramels years ago just as gifts around the holiday times for my kids you know, preschool teachers or for our neighbors and just folks in the, the community that would help us out throughout the year. We'd like to give them a little bag of caramels. And a few years ago, I gave a bag to a gentleman and he came up to me a couple days later and he's like, Mary, you, you could sell those caramels. And I was like, no, no one eats caramels any time of the year except for Christmas. And he was like, no, people eat caramel year round. And it was like a week later, my husband and I got a chance to go down south and have a little time away in Washington. And while we were down there, we started talking about that idea. And there on a bar napkin, I scratched out a logo and kind of an idea of what, what we wanted to do and came back to Sitka and talked to the girls about it. And I was like, I think we're going to do it and put everything together. And six weeks later, we sold at the Rainy Day Bazaar, which is a small market here in Sitka. And we took our, our hundred boxes of caramels and I could never imagine in a million years that I would have even sold three of them. You know, I was so nervous and we sold out and people loved them. And we kind of looked at each other and we thought, you know what, this, this might work, you know, maybe people do eat caramel. <laughs> and so we started and that was in 2017 on April Fool's Day. You know what? I think that was actually, I probably, that was probably the first time I had, had you guys at Carmel was probably right around that time at the Rainy Day Bazaars. Yep. Right yeah. Up, and moving up to Sitka. So we might've been one yeah. of the first rounds of customers. Well, and I thank you tremendously because it, it really is those and many of our first customers are still, you know, our, our most faithful customers. So it really was um, that moment when we saw the support that we got from our community. And, you know, it was just being able to share our love of creating, you know, something sweet and fun as a treat and having people receive it so well. It, it really it made us really appreciate, you know our community and, and the gift of, of being able to make caramel for people. So now I know um, 
for myself, since I'm a little familiar with you, um, our listeners might not be as much. Now, I know you guys do different flavors and different combinations yeah. of caramels. You want to let our listeners in on that process and what flavors you've experimented with and uh, which ones are your personal favorites? Yeah, we have, um, we always have the three um, of our, our standard flavors, and that's the original uh, classic vanilla caramel. Then we have the salted caramel, which is topped with Alaska pure sea salt, um, original flake salt. And we have a spicy caramel, which is topped with their spicy hot pepper sea salt. And those are the three that we consistently have. And then I rotate through um, about every month, I, I will come up with a different flavor. And we have done all sorts of different flavors. Um, we just finished up with a raspberry caramel that was topped with freeze-dried raspberries. Um, and for March, we will have Irish cream will be the March flavor. But we've done spruce tip caramels where the girls and I have gone out and harvested spruce tips and created a, a spruce tip syrup and kind of boiled that down so it was super thick like honey and made, made a caramel out of that. We've done Alaska berries with huckleberries and blueberries done a lemongrass ginger, um, a habanero caramel, and our probably the most popular ones, um, as, as most would guess, are the, we do a chocolate dipped caramel where we use um, the Theobroma chocolate here from, from Sitka, and we dip our caramels in, in that chocolate and top it with the sea salt, and those are very well received. Um, and they're, they're the most labor intense, but um, people really seem to enjoy the, the chocolate covered caramels. Nice. And I know we've, uh, we just recently talked to uh, Kayla over there at Alaska Pier Sea Salt, amazing company. And it's so great to see small companies working together. And we kind of touched on this off air, but I'll bring it up now. Um, how important is the small business community, especially in a place like Sitka, because a lot of people might not know, if they look at it on a map, it's on a huge island, but it's actually a very small community, like 14 miles of road, something like that. So how important is that community of small businesses and just the community support in general for a company like yours in a limited area? Yeah, I think, to be totally honest, we, we couldn't do this without Sitka. We couldn't do this without the people that live here and the community because they they choose our caramels to give as gifts and they take them traveling with them to Australia or Japan or Montana, you know, New York, whatever. They're they're spreading our caramels to their loved ones as a, a source of pride from where they're from, you know. And without the community of Sitka, we would never, never have um really any success or any reason to to continue making caramels other than for each other um so yeah our 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 community is incredibly important and also the the wonderful businesses that we have the other um food businesses that are in Sitka are absolutely stellar to work with and just really focus on that collaborative um, vibe, you know, like with the salt company, of course, we, we use their salt, we highline our coffee, we use their <laughs> coffee, 
We use Theobroma chocolate. Um, I try to do everything, you know, that I can to incorporate as many Sitka businesses as possible because there's a lot of great businesses in this little tiny town. And there's really a lot of talented people that are putting out some incredible products. And um, like I, I told you before, and I say it all the time, you know, that rising tides floats all boats. And, and it is the truth. I, I am a better business because my fellow business owners are doing well. And I believe that with that kind of support, we can all rise and do really well. And, and I love seeing it. And we are. And we're putting Sitka on the map as a place that has some really damn talented people, whether it be making macarons or bread, bagels, beer, anything, you know, because we're right there. It, it, it is. I mean, it, it was pretty amazing coming from a small island moving up here to the mainland where obviously a lot bigger, but there's just something about it that you just miss that, that local love and handmadeness that goes into so much. And especially in a place like Sitka where you buy the product from somebody at noon and you see them at five o'clock after you get off work having a drink and that sense of community, I've really never seen Alaska period has it, but Sitka takes it almost to a whole new level. Yes. And, and uh, there is so much pride in knowing that you're going to run into that person and they're going to give you feedback and they're going to let you know where they took your product and how they received it. And, you know, they, they're not afraid to share that joy and love and that makes as a business owner you're like hell yeah i'm gonna keep doing this because it feels good you know like you're being validated on a daily basis you know for for putting out a product and yeah Sitka's incredible and now uh speaking of uh your product making its way all over the place um where where can people find your products if they're um, out and about are you uh, physically, mainly in Sitka, or have you branched out to other places? Yeah, so we still are primarily, like, the the primary um, way of getting our product is either farmer's markets or bazaars, um, little pop-ups, those kind of things. So we, we still very much sell direct to our customers. Um, but we also, in Sitka, have it at Alaska Pure Sea Salt. We also have it at market center um grocery store here in town and then in the summertime the alaska raptor center which is our the very first place that ever carried our caramels um, they carry them in their gift shop in the summertime and then in Juneau, we have them at panhandle produce and then we have them in girdwood at mother hubbard's cupboard and in fairbanks at the Alaska Seed Company, and a new business that's popping up in Fairbanks is going to be carrying them too, and they are having a shop inside of a retro bus, and they will have our caramels there too. So we're we're slowly kind of, you know, putting them in different places, but it's a labor-intensive product. We, um, our bottleneck is definitely the the wrapping, the caramels. We hand wrap, we hand do everything. We make them in small batches and we hand cut them, hand wrap them, hand package them. And so it's the wrapping of 
the thousands and thousands of caramels that is our, our bottleneck. So that kind of slows our, our distribution down. And now um, for our listeners, what is kind of the Cliff Notes version of what goes into making a caramel? I don't know if a lot of people so, really thought about it besides unwrapping it and popping it in their mouth and enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, it is um it is not a low fat food. It is probably um like a grandmother's comfort food. It's um it's worth its calories for sure. It has a fair bit of butter in it. That's what we start with is the butter and then the brown sugar and has we use caro syrup and cream. And then the sea salt, and we um, we ha- make our own vanilla, so we flavor all of it with with our handmade vanilla as well. So that's the basic, you oh, know, wow. re- recipe that we we branch off of for everything. And then you know, if we're making it with you know beer, we'll reduce the beer to make it super thick like honey, and add that in place of some of the the caro syrup. So just kind of playing with consistency because that's that's a huge part um in making caramels and moisture as you all know from talking to other confectioners that um weather plays into all that as well so yeah but as long as as long as it's not and not super wet out and not super hot we're in business that must make it for some very interesting uh days down there in Sitka being in the largest uh one of the largest rainforest in the world I know yeah. I grew up in the Seattle area and I thought it rained a lot there. Sitka gives Seattle a run for its money with the rain. So obviously that's going to be a challenge for y'all. And what other challenges um, do you have being up here in Alaska and which is already remote, but you decided to open a candy business in one of the most remote areas. So what challenges does that bring to you? I think it's probably the same challenges that nearly everyone you have spoken to um, says that it's it's getting things here. It's the freight. It's how much it costs, how much that adds to your final cost for your product. Just for packaging, um, we get all of our ingredients through our local grocery store. And so we're not having to deal with the barge or anything as far as bringing up pallets of butter but we do all of our packaging you know our little boxes and our labels and that sort of thing are coming from other places and so that all if I if I were down south I could you know get it at probably it would be half half of what I'm paying for to get it here because it's just the shipping is is gotten to be kind of astronomical and it is um, sometimes it's cost prohibitive. I see something super cute and I want to do this and I look into the shipping and I was like, no, I can't pass that cost on to the customer, you know, no matter how cute it's going to look, I'm not, I can't do that. I, you know, I always think well, how much would I pay? <laughs> you know, like that's kind of my, the way I look at things and it's probably not how a business person should do it. But, um, and so I try to keep that in mind, you know, and so that is, the freight freight's a huge thing in all of Southeast Alaska and all of Alaska in general, but. With the climate weather down there in Sitka, how, how much of a challenge is that trying to control the elements as best as you can uh, compared to even somewhere like here, we have seven inches of snow from overnight to today 
but it's still very dry. Right. To, to yeah, level. I have, um, I'm, I'm constantly running dehumidifiers um, to keep the humidity nice and low because, of course, Carmel prefers, you know, a low humidity as well. Um, probably one of the only places in Sitka that has an air conditioner because I can't have it get too hot either. And when you're cooking, you're throwing off a fair bit of heat. So even if it's not especially warm outside, you know, the kitchen gets very warm. And so you need to keep keep that temperature down. Um, and with cooking, you, you create a whole lot of moisture as well. So the dehumidifiers are running constantly. So it is a battle, you know, and but it's been a trial and error as as we have done it you know for a couple of years we are we are much much more understanding of the product of of how how the weather is going to affect everything and we have done everything in our power to mitigate that and i i think right now we're at a really sweet spot i think we've we've dialed it in and and it's our product is um, is definitely at the level that that we're hoping for. Nice, yeah. I know. Uh, being being a, a chef myself, one I never really got too much into the confections, pastry things, but I know, especially talking with other guests, how temperamental it is. So um, now, with 2020 being here, start of a fresh year is um what what can we expect to see from you guys in this new new upcoming year well we are going to continue to experiment with new flavors because that's what makes it fun for me if i had to make the same recipes over and over again um you know it just it kind of loses its luster so i will continue to experiment with different flavors and i'm sure i will have um, some exciting ones coming out in 2020 i just got some pink peppercorns, which are actually in the almond family, and I'm excited to see how I can incorporate that into um, a caramel recipe. And I've been playing around, like we have seafood and, and the seaweed um, festival, a mermaid festival that comes. So I always think about how I can incorporate some kind of seaweed into a caramel, you know, just fun things, nothing, not big runs of anything, but I just want to, I want to keep in 2020, I just want to keep the business fun. You know, we have two girls that are, you know, 13 and we'll, we'll be 13 and 11. And when we started, that was in part, the whole reason we started the business was because we wanted something that would keep all of us together a common goal because I could see as as girls as children you know age they start moving away and and hanging out with their friends more and doing other things and I just wanted something that would always pull us the four of us back together and so we sit around and we wrap caramels and we talk about our day and a lot of times there's complaining about wrapping caramels I'm not gonna lie to you about that it's 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 a struggle some days to get the kids to wrap but um I think ultimately, you know, that's, that's my goal for 2020 is to keep the kids interested and to keep them talking to people and meeting the cruise ship passengers and looking people in the eye and just helping my kids grow to be the kind of people that, that we can all be proud of, you know, and, and let them learn how to run a business at a young age. I think nothing, nothing but good things can happen from that. Yes, I mean, I completely agree. I grew up with uh, my, my dad 
uh, running different businesses and being part of that. And at the time, it, I, I thought it was the most boring, torturous thing a lot of times. But now that I've gotten older, I kind of can sit back, look at him, be like, oh, maybe there was something to learn there. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's and it, it, there's some admiration for for your father for for doing that. You know, like it it takes courage. It takes you you got to have a little something more to decide that you're going to put yourself out there and and run your own business, whatever that business may be. And you know, kudos to every every small business person because it is it's a challenge for everybody. And and we're all doing great. Everyone's you know. And people are are noticing. And now uh, I know one of my favorite parts of doing things is social media. And now for everybody that's listening to this and they want to kind of follow you and follow what you guys are doing, where can they find you on social medias? Yeah, thanks for asking. We um, certainly are on on Facebook at uh, under Sweet Sisters, and also on Instagram. And then we have a website, um, sweetsisterscarmels.com. And that's where if you're out of town and you want to get them, um, we, we can ship them out. And those are our three places that if you want to see what our new flavor is or what's coming up or what we're doing. And we do some, you know, family stuff on it, too, because I think it's important that people know that we're a family first, you know, behind this business. And I, so I do put some, some personal things on there as, as far as, you know, what the family's doing, but um, I always update everybody as what our new flavors are or where, what events or venues we're going to be at. And yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a great way to get, get the word out. And is there anything else uh, as we wrap up the interview here, is there anything else you'd like to let our listeners know um, either about your business or about uh, what you guys got going on down there in general? Yeah, I just I'd like to say thank you, Mitchell, to you for for putting the spotlight on Alaska businesses. I think it is it's incredible what you're doing, and um, I want to thank anyone who's ever bought our caramels, tasted our caramels, said anything um, encouraging to us because it all truly matters. And yeah, if you ever get to Sitka, um, consider yourself lucky, and and I hope we get to find you or you find us and. It's, it's a great town. There's a, amazing people here doing amazing things. So I encourage everyone to, to check Sika out. Well, thank you so much, Mary. I truly appreciate the praise. I mean, I do this as a hobby and it's a passion of mine to be able to highlight such amazing small businesses such as yours and all of our other guests. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and speak with us. No problem, Mitchell. Thanks so much. We sure do appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the interview, please go ahead and be sure to check the show notes so you can follow our guests on their social media. And we also ask that you please give us a thumbs up or a rating wherever you are listening to this podcast. And if you did not like the show, well, just go ahead and listen to something else then. Nobody needs a negative Nancy. Thank you for listening to my daddy, Hugh Ladle. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.